The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good. It's uh, It's been a good week with uh, the morning extra there, 6 to 9 every, every day, Monday through Friday, folks. You've got... Uh, Tug and Rhino and Carlos and Flounder giving you the straight news and telling you just what you need to know, not what you want to hear, right, Dan? Yeah, we uh, we definitely want to hear the truth. We it's, it's it's hard to find it these days, Jim. So it, it's a great station to listen to, and mm-hmm. we can find out about all the great things our government's doing. Well, that's the difference with Dickey Broadcasting, uh, which is uh, you know, in six eighty the fan and extra one or six point three FM. They're going to tell you the truth and. Talking about telling you the truth and in your face and telling you what you need to hear, the talk master Neil Bortz is here part of this team. The Kimmer, the Kimmer, Kim Peterson's part of this team. So if you don't want to know the truth, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah it's the wrong station. <laughs> well, listen, first of all, folks, want to thank Dan Watkins, who owns All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors, for bringing the All Four Seasons Home Show to you every week with a different subject matter expert, a different topic, helping you to make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off. Dan, thank you very much for that. And I understand at All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors, things are rocking and rolling. You have a couple specials for our listeners out there. Yeah, I'm going to offer, just bring up the show, All Four Seasons Home Show, and uh, we will offer $200 off per small carriage garage door and 400 off per double that's usually a one car or a two car garage door and then on the front doors if you get a fiberglass front door from us we're gonna we're gonna knock 400 off that price so this is a good time we're we're not that far away jim from when people really start thinking about getting that house taken care of and and looking better you know We've, we've, we've been going through this winter, and it hasn't been a great one, but the sun's going to come out soon, and we're going to start looking at that home, and we're going to see all the stuff that doesn't look good. So, again, this is this is kind of getting – we're getting close to when people are going to get out there and, and start getting the house looking good. Well, folks, take advantage of this winter pricing from all four street seasons, garage, and entry doors because these are great deals, great yeah, offers. Well, and the other thing is, Jim, too, we might have to order. You know, some of the stuff we've got to order, so right. if you if you – Get it ordered now. You know we'll have it ready in the spring for right. you. Well, we're getting. We're going to get back to our, uh, our guest here this week. Got a very special guest. Great company. Uh, we're proud to have here on the All Four Seasons Home Show F- Summit Fire and Security. We're James Taylor from Summit Fire and Security. James, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Proud to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you guys having me in to talk about um, fire and security. Yeah, well, first of all, how about a little short bio of yourself, how you got into this, and the genesis of Summit Fire and Security? Okay, yeah, that's a kind of a funny story. Um, fire protection wasn't really on the map for me uh, about 15 years ago. I was actually mowing my lawn, and uh, my neighbor came out and was like, hey, do you need a job? And I was kind of in between what I wanted to do. I was kind of working odd jobs, painting houses, doing stuff. 
And so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try something out. So he actually had to happen to be the regional sales manager for uh, a fire, big fire p- company basically in the area. And so um, I went and interviewed four times, got the job, and that kind of kicked it off for the next 15 years for me. And so I've been um, around the Atlanta area uh, for the last 15 years uh, working in fire and um, fire protection you know, services uh, and really learned a lot of, I got a training and just a lot of, a lot of experience on the job stuff. I ran a route for five years, five or six years, um, to get the, the, you know, the, the boots on the ground kind of feel. And then I've managed, um, locations, offices, uh, and personnel, you know, admin, things like that. And, uh, eventually ended up at fire, uh, at summit fire and security. Um, summit fire and security is a, uh, a larger, um, uh, fire protection company out of Minnesota. They are in acquisition mode right now. Um, and my specialty, <clears throat> excuse me, my specialty came from um, more of the pre-engineered, engineered systems, fire extinguisher, and uh, exit and emergency light um, side of the business. Um, and then I kind of picked up and learned alarm and sprinkler along the way. Um, and then your your you know your intercom securities things like that. On a well, you guys level. do a lot of different things, but just give our listeners a review of all the products and services your company provides because I know it's quite quite diverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically uh, our main uh, our main thing is uh, based on the location. So we have about twenty eight locations. I think we're up to right now. We just acquired four out of Florida. So every location is a little bit different what they specialize in. Uh, some will do sprinkler install only for new construction. Some will do uh, no new install, all service and inspection. Mm-hmm. That's it on sprinkler. Or they'll have a multitude of different services. It can be your sprinkler, alarm, fire extinguisher, uh, pre-engineered, uh, and your e-lights. That's kind of how how each, each location is a little bit funkier than the other it's just they had their own character they were most of these were all you know small businesses at one time right. and grew into medium and then summit came in and bought them out so you have your mom and pop feel at the location with a corporate overlaying um from minnesota basically it's kind of how they approach and they're great people the, the people out of minnesota they talk a little funny i always make fun of them but <laughs> that's okay you know every right. time we get on the phone with them it's all minnesota and stuff like that yeah. so it's kind of funny but um, they're great people to work for. They, I mean, I have all like four VPs on my cell phone. I can call them anytime if I have a question. They're very accessible. They've always been like that from the very beginning of, of, of I've worked for them. So it's it's been a great relationship. Well, let's first go into the audiovisual, intercom, and healthcare solutions of Summit. Correct. Okay. So this is more on, I want to say before I get into this, it's more of a commercial status. It's not residential when it comes to this stuff. Uh, so you're looking at your new install buildings and, and servicing and, and and more of monitoring some of this stuff on, on a on a like a server level, things like that. So your audio visual, obviously you're looking at cameras, um, you know, retinal scans, stuff like that. They get in really in depth on some of that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, your intercom, obviously, for apartment buildings and things on a different level for security reasons, right. things like that. Right. Um, and your healthcare solutions. Healthcare solutions is more like your your hospitals. Uh, we have a really large national account uh, uh, presence right now. With a we did a large acquisition of a company, um, and and that's what they do. They specialize in healthcare, and it's all it's it's all uh, ratings and how things are done. And at a hospital, has these certain um, parameters they got to fit in so that they can pass 
through their laws and through the way they're doing things and handling the business of protecting the hospital and I protecting see. their patients. Uh-huh. So there's 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 different standards for that, uh, just from a hospital perspective than there is like say like this building itself. There's different standards in how you look at things. It's it's very very cut and dry, very black and white. It's all laws. It's all written by lawyers. So if you try to read it, it's a little <laughs> a little confusing. But um, but the uh, healthcare solutions is more of a national account uh, hospital. Um, people that own hospitals basically working with those and working at the hospitals on that ground level when it comes to all of our services. I mean anything from audiovisual. Um, to your intercom, to your, uh, you know, just the basic fire services of sprinkler, alarm, uh, fire extinguisher, uh, exit emergency lights are a really big deal in a hospital and or any business. You know, sure. you have to know where they're at. It's not necessarily. It's so funny because exit lights, they always get into like, well, it's just an exit light. It just you know, we know how to get out. Well, yeah, you know how to get out, but the fireman that's coming in here to carry you out doesn't know how to get out. <laughs> so you true. have to look at it in that perspective. It's kind of kind of funny how they do that. But um, but they're strategically mapped and they have to be done a certain way. Um, but that that's kind of what the healthcare solutions is all about. Now, are you does that involve generators too, like the hospitals, backup power and all that too? You get involved in that? Correct. So you have fire protection on these generators to make sure they're not you know, going to burn out, you know, we're not necessarily on the mechanical side, obviously it's more of these generators firing up. You make sure that they kick the lights on, kick the electricity on things like that in a building. So you, you know, you, you do have to check that kind of stuff and the fire protection of the generator itself. And that can be as simple as a handheld fire extinguisher or an actual system that goes in that generator. Well, you have to know a lot about a lot of things, Sonny Dan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. Okay. So there's a lot of different standards and um, ways to do things in this industry. Um, so we follow NFPA. NFPA, there's all, there's probably a thousand books on NFPA. Yeah. What does that stand for? So That's basically, it's a National Fire Protection Association. And what they do is they write, the lawyers all get together and, and board members of NFPA get together and they write these what uh, what these laws should be for what your what industry uh, it could be uh, fire extinguishers just a sim- there's a book NFPA 10 is simply just for fire extinguishers what those laws are certain heights what's what's the um, accessibility for handicap you know all that stuff based on these books they have all these parameters that you have to follow and these are all minimums they're not every single book's a minimum there's no maximum to this stuff so um, if it says a fire extinguisher has to have a new tag every year, well, you can do it every quarter if you want, or every month, every six months, you know. But every year is by law; you have to have it, and that's a minimum, and that's written by lawyers and board members and things like that. So every industry that's in fire or security has these type of parameters on NFPA, and they have like NFPA 10, 25, one. Uh, the real popular ones, 101. That's more of your life safety kind of stuff that's a lot of firemen and fire marshals run with um and fire marshals are kind of given a really tough job because you know we have to as an industry we look at one or two books three books maybe and we have to kind of memorize all that a fire marshal has to memorize a whole library full of these things and it's really difficult so they reach out to us a lot so uh, we're constantly working with the ahjs which is the authority having jurisdictions and we work with them on a constant basis all the time. Uh, like I, today, I spoke to two fire marshals today mm-hmm. on uh, testing we got to do uh, next week for a building down at Walmart down in Riverdale. Um, we're just, uh, it's just constant communication. And these guys are great. They always work with us. They're always, you know, 
they treat us as the expert to help them. It's not a like, I'm better than you or I'm authority, so I'm going to do it this way. But there are some that are out there right. that walk around with the, the badge and say, hey, man, I got to have a unicorn in this room. You're going to put a unicorn in this room. Well, <laughs> I hate to interrupt you because I know you're on a roll. You explain all this to us, and we need it explained to us, don't we, Dan? We do. <laughs> we do. We're going to be a little quieter today. Yeah. Gotta, you're you're listening you gotta to gotta James listen. Taylor from Summit Fire and Security here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. This is a little different, so you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and we want to remind you to download the Extra 106.3 FM app where you can stream 24-7, anytime, anywhere, all year, any place, probably what, in the world, Dan, right? Yeah, sure. Well, so. not everywhere, but maybe not in a jungle somewhere, Jim, but <laughs> just about anywhere. And we also want to remind you to not, don't forget we put all the shows all year long. We put them out on podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify. So if you're missing today's show, Summit Fire and Security, you can go to Apple, Google, Spotify. You can catch the whole show all year long, anytime. And we also have all the shows on the Extra 106.3 FM website. Right, Dan? That's right. Get there and check out what we have before you're making a buying decision around your house or who knows. We've got a lot of different shows out there. You want to take a take a peek at it and see what may either interest you or what you might have, uh, you know, mind to purchase what services maybe down the road. And we can help you make a better, more informed decision on that product or service. Yeah, it's uh, it, 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 there's just uh, there's a topic there for everybody. I mean, it's very informative, and all the businesses are vetted before we bring them on here. So they're good, established, honest businesses. They're going to tell you the truth and not rip you off. So anyway, getting back to this week's show, we have Mr. James Taylor from Summit Fire and Security. James, welcome back. And I want to ask you something here. I saw on your website here about Marine. Talk to us about the Marine end of Summit Fire and Security. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Marine side of Summit Fire uh, and Security. So this is a really cool story about how this came about and how Summit acquired this uh, this company. They, it was an acquisition that was done uh, a few years ago. Um, the main guy that owns that location is out of Fort Lauderdale. All right. He does he does all Marine boats. It's the majority of his business. He does all the largest. He does the largest boat show in the in the world, uh, right outside of Fort Lauderdale, um, and we're talking 
uh, major yachts. You're talking major 150 foot, 250 foot. The kind Jim has, basically. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly, exactly, man, exactly. Now these are like Eric Clapton, your Tiger Woods, your you know, your level of the Greek shipping people. magnets. Yeah, big time. So it's kind of funny, man. I met this guy like three or four times in Vegas and stuff, and he's just he's just the greatest guy. It's hilarious. He's from the UK, real heavy UK accent. His partners from the UK, real heavy. They're so funny. They're like they they run off of each other. They're they're the most like outrageous characters you've ever met in your life, but they're really, really good people. Um, they do uh, they do these boats, and it's kind of funny because your marine side is different than your land side. So on the marine side, um, like if you're doing a Tiger Woods boat, you got to sign a bunch of paperwork to even go on the boat, saying that you. You right. can't even talk about it being on the boat. You know what I mean? You've been on Tiger Woods with John, haven't you, Dan? Haven't you been on there? No, but he's probably yeah. had a few different women on there, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's yeah. really what you can't talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so some of these places you go to, like I'll give you a, just a real small example. Uh, you go and service like the fire extinguishers, kitchen hood, uh, the alarm system on the boat. Well, it's different, you know, uh, standards, like OSHA standards on land than it is on a boat. Now you're looking at international water standards instead of OSHA or NFPA standards. So it wow. starts changing. Like they can't wear shoes. They have to go barefoot on these boats because they don't want them scratching these boats up with these boots and tennis <laughs> shoes. And it's the craziest thing, but wow. it's one of the things they have to do. I mean, oh my it's nuts. So they have to go in there and do all these systems on these boats. And they have fire suppression systems on the engine bays. They're actual systems will fire off if that engine catches on fire and things like that. And that's that's the main marine part of it. Um, but when it gets, starts getting into these yachts and these the larger boats and stuff, you're talking full kitchens, you know, you're talking a full, it's got 15 fire extinguishers on it, you know what I mean? And it's got a whole engine system that's, you know, probably the size of this room that'll, you know, go off. You know, it's, it's really interesting stuff. And Neil does a great job. He actually, um, we were emailing um, yesterday and he was asking me about, because Lake Lanier here locally, I had run into two uh, larger boats that have systems in the engine bays. And I had some questions for him. He was answering me. But, yeah, that's kind of the marine side. That's the nucleus of it. And Summit is trying to expand on that because we do have 28 locations. There are larger lakes around locations. The Great Lakes is another great example. We got several locations in Michigan. Yeah. So those guys are trying to take advantage of that, of Neil's knowledge and everything down there. Uh, in Fort Lauderdale to to start kind of expanding that that business, but but yeah, they those guys are a trip down there, man. They got a really interesting, really interesting niche in this business. There's not really a lot of people that do it, and he's he's one of the ones that that knocks it out, knocks it out of the park. Who, who has the most impressive yacht that you've seen? That I've seen, I've never really been there, so I don't yeah, know. Okay. I haven't I haven't been there, but he said Eric Clampton's is is pretty top notch, man. It's got <laughs> helicopter pads. I mean, we're man. talking major stuff, dude. I mean, he's got the, he's you know, got you, the deal. You wouldn't have thought Clapton that would have had that kind of money. I mean, you know, you figure he's got some money, but yeah, I mean, to yeah, have a yeah. boat like that, yeah. you figure it's Tiger Woods, you know, yeah, yeah. or that kind of yeah, a level. That kind of, a, that kind of deal. But there, and there's some of them he can't, he couldn't really talk about because right, he's right. not obligated to, but but it's a, it's a great, great industry. Now, there are the other side of it, um, there are actual marine um, situations where you have like barges and things of that nature that have CO2 systems in their engine bay. Now, when I say CO2 systems, I'm talking 100-pound cylinders that are six foot tall, and there's 50 of them lined up in an engine bay. That's what I'm. These are major, major systems. They they're no joke because these engines are monster, right? So we had. A, I'll tell you a little story about one in Savannah. They I, I had to go down there, uh, and they took me out like two miles out to get to this barge because the engine, had, they thought the engine blew up. 
Well, what had happened was this this uh, engine bay was so old and this ship was so old that these these cylinders started to basically rust on the sides. And a cylinder, when it rusts dead center, not on each end, but dead center is when it gets dangerous because this is high-pressure stuff. You're talking anywhere from 800 to 1,600 PSI. Mm. You can imagine that in your brain. It's it's just you can't. You can't. You just can't. So they got 27 cylinders in this engine bay. And what happened, one of those split. And it just chain reaction. They all started popping, boom, 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 exploding inside that engine bay. Sounds they like went, a James Bond movie. Yeah, man. And I had to go out and like they're like they wanted me to look at this thing and do an evaluation. And I'm like, I'm not going in that room. <laughs> You're <laughs> crazy. Get me in there. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's a good that's a good example of our marine side of it. You know, things of that nature. Uh, I've dealt with it myself. And then, like I said, we have a location in Fort Lauderdale that's really the nucleus for the company. So it's nice to know, Jim, even the really expensive boats, you just pour more money into it once you buy the boat. That's right. There's always something to spend money on. <laughs> well, they said the day you sell, it's the best day, right? That's yeah. right. No, That's wh- right. I had that. Exa- <laughs> I did that one job, too. It's, it's true. Now, what about this uh, kitchen and paint booth suppression systems? I mean, I, I don't know anything about that. Now, Dan probably knows about You were just talking about kitchen and paint booth suppression systems just the other day uh, over lunch, weren't you, Dan? I was. I, I can't talk enough about it, but uh, uh, we've awesome. got the expert here. Yeah, man, yeah. that's uh, This is what I kind of specialized in coming up in the in fire suppression. Uh, kitchen, kitchen suppression is called pre-engineered uh, suppression. And both both of them are pre-engineered. And what that is, is, what that means is, in the fire protection industry, is that there are parameters. They set these parameters so wide by uh, engineering these systems that you basically have to work within those parameters to make the system work in the space or the area that it's trying to cover the appliances. Now I'll start with kitchen. Kitchen is commercial. It's all majority of it's all commercial. There are some residential systems out there and those are for like senior living, uh, college campuses, things like that, where they have like a little residential uh, stovetop. They'll throw a system above it. That'll work pretty popular. There's one company that's got the niche on it and they kind of work out of Texas and they're, they're pretty heavy in that. So uh, really only one system um, that, that, that works that way. Uh, now, when you start getting to kitchen, there's about three or four players in that in that industry um, as far as manufacturing. And um, so, like, all these systems have to be tested. And so when these systems are tested, it gets a stamp that says UL300. Um, so when UL300 comes in, they go through and test these things. It's a lot of money. It's like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they do a lot of tests on these things. So they have to, like, for instance, on the kitchen system, they have to take their nozzle that they manufactured and engineered – with the amount of fluid that's coming to that nozzle, shoot it on a fryer at a certain level, either it's too close or too high, and make sure it works within these parameters. Then mm. it has to put that kitchen fryer out every single time. Precision. Boom, 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 every single time. So, and it has to do it so many times that it's okay for you else to say, you are UL 300 listed, boom. And so it's very, very difficult, very strenuous. So they don't change a lot on these systems. There's, like I said, there's three or four manufacturers that kind of run the run the show and in this stuff. Once you get trained on it, you know it. You, you can you can work within their parameters to pretty much set up any kitchen out there. Uh, paint booth is exactly what it says. Like, that's like well, you oh, say sorry, paint. It's like body shops. Is that paint uh, booth? Is yeah, that? yeah. So it can be body shops. Mm. Um, so you have your paint booth itself. You have your mixing room, which always causes a lot. That's more of the where the issue can really get out of hand because you're mixing stuff. You got stuff all over, you got stuff laid out and you can have some open containers and stuff in there. Um, so you want to protect the paint booth. Um, there's all types of different designs. We work with a, with a company that actually manufactures paint booths and they hire us to come in and put these systems on them to 
put fire suppression in them. Now they're a little different. Um, there's a different little parameter on between kitchen and paint booth. So like for instance, if you have a fire suppression system on a paint booth and the piping has to be even to the nozzle, if that makes sense. So if you're 10 foot this way and you have a nozzle and 10 foot this way, you're money, right? But if you're 20 foot off, like 10 feet, 10 feet this way and 20 feet the other way, it's one's going to shoot, one's not. <laughs> it's not going to get chemical because your paint booth suppression is dry chemical. It's just like the stuff that's in a fire extinguisher. Your kitchen is a wet chemical, so it doesn't really matter. You could have 20 feet here and two feet here. It doesn't really matter. It's wet. It's going to like water. It's going to flow wherever it goes, mm -hmm. where it pushes. Uh, paint booth's a little different. Um, the chemical has to pull, be pulled by the nitrogen that's pushed through the pipes, and it has to be within a certain parameter. Like I said, it's pre-engineered, so you just got to follow these certain parameters, and you're right on the spot. You know, and there's only, like I said, the ones that do the kitchens are the same ones that do the paint booths. And we also do like um, everybody's seen these in in manufacturing. There'll be a flammable storage uh, cabinet. It's yellow. It's got stuff in it. We protect those. I've protected. Um, a lot of local companies, chemical companies will put uh, their chemicals in like train car storage. I've had to do those with dry chemical moves around. I got a really weird story about um, downtown Atlanta here at the Capitol building. The uh, they had taken over the bank that was in like the one of the floors. It was one of the one of those floors, but they were remodeling it, using it for storage. Well, they wanted to use the vault to store like eight millimeter film and like all these cool records from like when the city was laid out like way back. And um, the problem was is that they were using a file system that was digital. So you punch in a button, it's A1, I wanna see that file. And it would open and move and shift and everything. You walk in and grab that file. The problem with that is it's moving. <laughs> you can't shoot a moving target, you know? So like you have a fire, it's kind of like, well, it's kind of hopeless. Well, we had to a long discussion with the city of Atlanta on how to do that. And it ended up working out. And we ended up figuring out the right type of fire suppression system to fit into that 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 category. But dry chemical wasn't the wasn't the answer for them for that. You know, I have a question for you. Sure. Just to, back to that paint booth, just because this is something that I'm actually looking at doing in mm -hmm. my garage door business. Is you know, when we move, I want to I want to put a paint booth in, and I want to start painting these garage doors. You know, yeah. instead of you know, right now you're sending them away and it takes a long time to get back. It costs yeah. the customer a lot of money. Yeah. Um, what is that type of cost? I mean, this is a similar thing, right? Yeah. You're talking that, yeah, that, yeah. that you're going to have to come in and make sure that this is absolutely this absolutely. is safe. So, I mean, what is something like that? Um, what is something like that cost? So you know, on, on, on the uh, on the front part of it, when we come in, we'll have to evaluate. They'll have drawings for us to understand whatever design you're going to buy or how are we going to do it. Um, and they can be all, they're all different sizes and dimensions. They can be open face, they can be closed, uh, like a car pulling in, uh, kind of paint booth. Um, and the, the standards that you have to follow, NFPA 17 and NFPA 17A are for these paint booths. So paint booths are um, on the front end, you have to permit them usually with the city or with the county or the local AHJ. Sometimes insurance companies want them permitted. Um, just so they know what's in the building, you know, so they know what's there, that the fire suppression system's there. So that's one part of it. So you got to look your local uh, permitting schedule, what that's all about. We come in, evaluate, or just get us a drawing. We can, I can base it right off of that. I do a lot of design myself um, and design a system that'll fit in something like that. And it can run anywhere from, um, depending on the size. I mean, we did, we're doing one for $5,000. That's a single car or 
We're doing one for um, Hitachi out here. That's a mobile unit has things coming through it on a conveyor belt. We're doing that for twenty five thousand. So it's just you know what I mean. It's just all depends. Is that, on, the, is that the big cost of these booths outside of you know yeah. your basic building it? You know, it's a room and closing it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah, okay. and then you just have to have. Uh, there's certain standard of things that have to happen. You have to have a an alarm has to go off, whether that's the building alarm or a local little bell that just rings on the on the booth. Um, it has to have uh, the exhaust fan you want to shut down because if you shoot this thing off, it's going to suck that powder and shoot it out the you know the roof of the building. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of a funny thing, but that has to shut off. You know, those are like little parameters that everything has to kind of follow in. And you're yeah. and you're handling all that. Yeah, when you, when you yeah, yeah. I got I got a crew of like four guys. They're great guys. They do a wonderful job. We cover the whole state of Georgia. Um, as long as somebody wants to pay for us to go, we'll go, (laughs) we'll go just about anywhere. But, uh, I do all the designing and service and everything and try to help the guys. I have one sales guy help, uh, on the, the pricing and everything, but we work together pretty well, but designing, I do all the designing and everything. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. I think we might be ready to move on to the next topic. All right. Okay. Dan, you agree? You all done with, uh, the paint booth? No, that was uh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was. We want to talk about security and access control and CCTV. Okay. Um, And like I said, um, you know, Summit, all these locations are a little bit different than each other. You know, one does one thing and the other does the other. Um, This is one of those instances where my my location doesn't necessarily have a big market for it right now. Uh, We do cover this, access control and CCTV. It's pretty self-explanatory. It can be access control with... You know, you're swiping a card. It can be a tab, like a little tab thing, or it can actually be thumb, you know, or eye and all that fun stuff. They have all these different little cute little things they work with. Uh, mm-hmm. Our alarm It's usually our alarm guys that are dealing with this stuff. CCTV, obviously, is your camera, security camera for different types of vision of angles of where you're supposed to set them and what you're trying to cover, uh, what the customer wants covered. You know, the, you know, if you have a camera shooting in the wrong direction, it's not really do you, helping do, the do customer. Do you do the thing where you show your eye, your retina? Uh, they do have that. I don't know if they're even offering it, but they do have it. They have access to Dan stuff Dan wanted like to get that. one for his building, didn't he? The retina. <laughs> retinal scan. Make sure people stay out of the warehouse that don't belong. You know? It's yeah, out I'll there. Just, I don't I'll know just, if I'll we have it or not. But security guard or something. Yeah, it's, it's mostly your commercial Right, swipe a card, you'll walk in, kind of thing. You know, it's mostly that kind of And for people who don't know, do not know what CCTV means, tell them what that. Oh means. Oh my gosh, I don't even know, honestly. <laughs> I'd be straight up with you. Something closed circuit TV, I think yeah, it okay, is closed okay, circuit okay, television. Yeah, okay. I think it's closed That's circuit all, television yeah. means that it's basically on a closed circuit instead of like attached to like a server, so nobody right. can go in and mess with it. It's on right. its own. Right. That's kind of what it means. I see. Yeah. So that's about it for security and access control and CCTV, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, uh, I don't do too. We don't do too much of it at our yeah. location, but we do. Yeah. Uh, try to cover some of now, it. Now, fire alarms. I know that's your bailiwick, isn't it? Fire alarms. Let's talk about fire alarms. All right. So fire alarms is a is a very uh, interesting industry. There's uh, there's a couple different sides to it, um, and, and this kind of falls in line with the kitchen paint booth alarm and sprinkler. Um, and fire extinguishers, uh, there are inspections. You know, there's new install, there's inspections, and then there's service work to all these. So those are three big pillars that that kind of define all these little, you know, industries. Um, so fire alarm, uh, basically, it's all commercial, like I said. It's not the security in your house or anything like that. This is more 
on a level where it's going to indicate that, hey, there's a fire, the fire department's coming, you know, <laughs> there's smoke detectors, things of that nature. You start getting into that kind of level of it. Um, you know, server rooms is another uh, one that kind of alarm falls into. Um, they have secondary uh, alarms and primary alarms. Basically what that means is uh, your secondary and primary primary alarm, like say if a system goes off in a in a server room, that's your primary alarm, then it hits the secondary alarm, which is the building, and then the building goes off, and then it sets everything, everybody's comes running. Um, but yeah, fire alarms, pretty interesting stuff. That's like your basic pole stations you see around, um, you'll see around any commercial building. Um, it's the one with the strobes in schools, hospitals, everything has to be done correctly in fire alarm where your strobes are are going off at the same time and there's testing for that permitting for it and everything like that we do a lot of senior living and and commercial buildings things yeah like i see that. those assisted living senior living places are popping up like oh yeah weeds aren't they dan <laughs> yeah. 92 i think it's the baby boomers are starting to get a little older and uh, and the kids don't want to take care of them yeah. the kids don't want to take care of them <laughs> yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's a large population they're too sprouting so, up yeah. like weeds man they're they're popping up they, everywhere they all it's crazy oh sure. i believe it man yeah i believe it and and how has technology affected the fire alarm industry well they've uh they've come a long way and the biggest part i believe um is the panels themselves that actually report all this stuff um, there, it's very difficult for alarm because you have to have factory trained people and there's certain levels. So like when you get into alarm and sprinkler and even some engineered stuff, there's a, um, uh, there's an agency called NYSET. Um, I can't remember what all that stands for, but it's NYSET mm -hmm. and there's different levels within NYSET, like one, two, three, and four. So like one, for instance, would be like someone that goes out and does like your inspections, looks at drawings, things like that, can do that stuff. Um, now you start going to the next level, you start getting into design, actual design of an alarm system. Now this comes into your engineering part because you have to design for a whole building. You have to know what you're doing. You know, you gotta lay that stuff out. The same thing with sprinkler, it's all engineering. You know, so you have to design it because every building's different. There's not a, sure. like pre-engineer is different because you have the parameters, you can work within those parameters, you make it work. Engineered is you're outside of those parameters. You're actually making the whole system work, you know, come together to customize it for a building. So it makes it work that way. And that's how fire alarm has come a long way. I think the panels in, um, that, that's a big thing with technology. Just, I mean, you, you can see it just for example, like in your server rooms and buildings, um, I'll say UGA, cause they're a, <laughs> they're a big customer of ours. And they, um, they have a server room and their library it's in the basement. It's a monster. It used to be full of all this servers and computers and personnel. Dude, they got like three guys down there running like a one closet now. <laughs> the whole room's still there, but they're it's all empty because wow. they don't need it because the technology's come so far, it's got it down to basically nothing. And that's kind of the same thing with these fire panels. They were these monster things. Now they're like, you know, little things like this, and you can do just about anything with them, you know. And it's really cool, really cool stuff. Um, like the elevators, you know, alarms go off in a system. Got to be able to shut down the elevators in the building, things like that. It kind of tells you you don't stuff you don't think about. You know, you don't think about these things that happen, but it's, amazing, it's pretty cool. Well, goodness. listen, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, and you know, some of the stuff, absolutely, right? I mean, this is it needs to be regulated so that people don't yep. cut corners. Yep. I was just laughing though, in between the break, when you're a business owner and you're trying to run a business, yeah. it's hard to know every little yeah, thing yeah. that you need yeah. to do yeah. to stay, yeah. you know, on yeah. top of this stuff. So I'm yeah. sure that's why your your company benefits from all. Yeah, it's all critical stuff though. I mean, when you, when you hear him explain <clears throat> it, you can see why it's important. Yeah. You know. Yeah, when you get the background of it and why is usually kind of what you want to 
I don't hear about, you know, um, I run to a lot of, uh, business owners that are opening <laughs> up and that's, I deal with a lot of them that are just like, Hey, what do I have to have? Just get me, get me where I need to get my CEO, <laughs> man, <laughs> get my right. CEO, man. How right. do I get there? Right. Well, there's a couple different ways you can go. You can go the wrong way or you can go the right way. Right. And we right. summit right. and right. the guys I work with usually go the right way. Yeah. Well, we're up against a break again, James. And mm-hmm. if you're just joining us, you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show. we got James Tanner here from Summit Fire and Security. We're going into our last segment next. And uh, James has got some, uh, uh, some more information to share with us. It's been extremely informative, so don't go away. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos, and we want to invite you to tune in to Extra 106.3 and 1230 a.m. every Saturday morning at 9 for another topic, another subject matter expert sharing good tips and advice on how to make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off. And the businesses are vetted very heavily before they come on here, and nobody buys their way in here, do they, Dan? They don't. No, they do not. And so you can you can trust the businesses, and you can get all the businesses on the Extra 106.3 FM website and also hear all the podcasts out on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Now back to our guest, James Taylor of Summit Fire and Security. has taken time to be with us, and... And what what a truckload of information, things that we had no idea. I mean, there's just so much. I'm so impressed with James Taylor and, and his company. But let's talk about fire sprinkler systems here, okay? James, take off. Yeah, so the uh, fire sprinkler side, um, like um, I had mentioned, we have uh, three categories that are with this. You have your, your full install of a new constructed building. And then you have your inspection side where stuff's already in it. You're inspecting it, seeing deficiencies, and then your service side, which is correcting the stuff. And there's another side to that service side when there's like a, say someone bought this suite out and they wanted to redesign this suite for a different fit for a different whatever. So we would come in and we would move sprinkler heads around and make sure they fit into how they, you know, you redesign it to make it fit in what the design is for the for the layout. So those are kind of the, the pillars for sprinkler. Um, very, very uh, heavy construction, a lot of overhead, things like that in your new build, new construction stuff. Um, your inspection and service stuff is where it's a lot easier to make money at. I'll just say it that way. It's very, very easier. But the qualifications start stepping up. It's like with the alarm and sprinkler, they start going up because, you, like I mentioned, the NYSET levels, you have to have a certain NYSET level, a certain years of experience to have a certain position in sprinkler. 
So if you're going to be an inspector, you better know what the hell you're looking at. You know, you really, really know have to know what you're mm-hmm. looking at. Um, you can't guess in sprinkler because it's water. It's if it flows, it's going to keep coming until someone figures out how to shut it off because there's no <laughs> there's no ending to it. That's the problem with with sprinkler. Um, I'd yeah. be looking for the emergency shit. All yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. And there are those. There's that. Um, but you really, really know you know what you're looking at, types of valve systems, things like that, um, how to lay place, places out. There's a lot of engineering in sprinkler, uh, so you have to know water flow and things like that, how much you can run in certain amounts of pipe and size of pipe and why you can't run it that way. Usually a lot of that stuff. Biggest thing with sprinkler you probably hear about, especially in Atlanta, uh, since I moved down here, is sprinklers busting. So the water, the pipe's busting, water's flowing. This last freeze we had, holy cow, what a mess. <laughs> there was there was probably, mm. I don't know, we're still dealing with the repairs now. Mm-mm-mm. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I heard about uh, quite a few of those myself. My sister was, uh, now it was in the sprinkler system. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the, just the pipe. We were sitting, it's Christmas night. It was about 8 o'clock at night. She gets a call from her neighbor. Oh, I believe There's it. water flowing out of her house that's terrible yeah. as, you, as you know jim my sister probably didn't, didn't take that very well yeah there was, she, there was i think she was already in tears when she left yeah. So, yeah, yeah um and then i heard a few other ones too about the sprinklers and offices and i mean what yeah. a mess that causes right and it's an on office. the 10th floor it's gonna f- go to the basement <laughs> it's gonna and keep going what, and what does it look like in that office <laughs> yeah. right i mean yeah. trying to work if afterwards. anybody knows anything about sprinkler water it's not the water that comes out of your tap <laughs> It's right. the most disgusting water you can possibly think of, that sprinkler water. Well, you know, James, this this next uh, topic is a topic that Dan's been waiting for the whole show. <laughs> One of his favorite, All fire right. extinguishers. All right, so I'll uh, I'll try to learn you a little bit about fire extinguishers. Everybody thinks that uh, there's one fire extinguisher f- for everything, uh, for every type of fire, and there's really not. There's um, There's several different types of fire extinguishers for different types of classification of fire. So I'll try to do this as fast as I can. So there's ABC fires, which are A class, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically your office material, wood and paper, things like that. B is going to be your fluid uh, liquids, you know, flammable liquids, jet fuel, gasoline, diesel, things like that. C is electrical. Uh, C becomes A once you unplug it. So if it's an electrical fire in a computer, it's on. You discharge it get the charge off of it, it turns into an A fire. So well, hold on just a second. Can you believe there's three different kind of fire extinguishers? I didn't know this. Well, yeah. listen, there's, you know, you got to think what kind of fire it is. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you, gotta, you don't you know. know. Yeah. You could What's have a couple of different kinds yeah. of fires, right? You don't know what kind of fire is going to pop up. You better know, Jim, <laughs> or when well, it happens. you? Do you have you, the three different yeah. kinds of fire no, extinguishers no. in your warehouse? If, if, here's the thing, Jim. If you don't know, then they're going to tell you what how how you know how terrible you were for not knowing, and then you're going to get sued for a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should review that real quick again. What are the three different types of fire well, these are the three, for? These are the three main ones, your A, B, and C. So your A classes, your uh, paper, cardware, uh, cardboard, wood, things like that you'd see in a normal office, low hazard. Um, your second is B, which is your flammable liquids, which is going to be your gasolines, jet fuels, diesels, things of that nature. Like in a kitchen, that kind of thing? Correct. Yeah, There's yeah. that, and that's another class, which is down the, down the line, which is called a K-class. No, Jesus Christ. K-class fire extinguishers designed specifically for fat. Wow. That's cooked. So there's that. And then C-class is the electrical, 
Um, and then you have D-class. D-class is flammable metals, which is your magnesium, which burns at about 3,000 degrees. It'll burn through concrete. It's pretty right. heavy stuff. So, cool. Cool. yeah, okay. different types of system, different type of fire extinguishers for that. Now, what yeah. about special hazards? Because we're getting towards the end of the show. You got anything to say about that? Yeah, just real quick. Uh, special hazards is uh, specifically uh, data centers. That's exactly what it is. It's for server rooms. It's for data centers. Uh, very sensitive any type of sensitive software uh, material, basically. So this this type of system is like a fog. It comes in, dissipates the oxygen in the room. It floods a room. Uh, there's a lot of calculations with like exits, like uh, your door, your HVAC system. You can't have that chemical getting sucked out. You have to let it sit in that room if, if it goes off, so it puts the fire out. And what's nice about this stuff is it doesn't leave any residue. So you can basically get a fire out, pull a server out, put a new server in, and get right back to work. We do a lot of uh, server farms, which basically um, are like uh, Connex boxes full of servers for the Atlanta Falcons, for the Home Depot, and all this stuff. Like they do all these major, major big co corporations. They don't put them on site anymore. They run them off site to store and run their information. Well, those are covered by special hazards. They have special hazard nozzles. It's kind of designed like a paint booth system, mm -hmm. but it's just a different type of chemical. And it has an alarm system that connects us to the alarm in the building. Let you know what's going on right away. Good. What about the other summit companies? Some other ones, real quick. So we have summit companies. They're basically kind of all over. Um, we've basically bought uh, a company called FLSA uh, about three months ago, and we are in acquisition to transition them into the summit companies. Um, that's a really big acquisition right now. Um, we have um, we actually have another. Uh, entity in itself as Summit Fire, um, and Summit Fire is a little different than Summit Fire Security. So um, I don't want to get too much into that because it's more up north. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's right. more like in the uh, or Minnesota area, yeah. uh, direct anyways. Well, real quick, because we're out of time, I want to know if folks want to get a hold of Summit Fire and Security, and I'm sure we got business owners out there yeah. or listeners that have relatives that have businesses that might want to talk to you. Yeah. How do they get a hold of Summit Fire and Security here in the metro Atlanta area? So metro Atlanta area or all the state of Georgia, you can call us at 770-385-7311 or visit the website summitfire.com. You can also reach out to my email, which is jtaylor1 at summitfiresecurity.com, and we will be able to answer anything you need to have questions about when it comes to fire protection. If we don't know the answer, we'll find it for you. Well, you know, after listening to you, James Taylor, <laughs> I don't think there's too much you don't know. What do you think, Dan? <laughs> this guy is a, he is the Maharaja of fire and security. He, he, he really is. Yeah, he we really, really appreciate it. James Taylor, fi Summit Fire and Security, folks. Dan Watkins, thank you, All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors, for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be back next Saturday morning at 9. Have a fantastic week. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. 
You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.